everyone. Welcome to EXPDET, a podcast and lifestyle magazine featuring the best of what Detroit has to offer. Brought to you by Broder and Saxy Real Estate. I'm Lou Goldhaber. I'm the host of this podcast. And it is my pleasure to be sitting here with none other than Bruce Schwartz, the ambassador of Detroit. Wow. Thank you, Lou. Great to be here. Pleasure's I'm all really, mine. And, you know, I'm really happy to be here on the podcast, and I'm really proud of what you guys are doing here in the city with your uh, companies as well. Thank you. And I, this is a real pleasure for me. So before we get started, kind of a quick personal thing for me. Most people, like our audience, would know that when I moved here from Chicago six years ago, you were one of the first people I met. So, I, you know, I remember that because once we got to know each other a little, I, I think I heard a little bit of a Pittsburgh accent. That's right. Fellow Yinzer. You exactly. and I grew up in the same same neighborhood. So for me to do, do this six years later is a real treat. So thank it, you for your time. Hey, it's deja vu, right? So I want to go back to when you got started. So you've been doing this now for 25 years. So tell us the journey about how Detroit Bruce came to be. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been quite a journey and... Um, you know, I actually was born in Pittsburgh and then moved to Detroit in third grade. First friend, Dan Gilbert. Good for him. Um, That's yeah. a good first friend. Yeah, good for him, good for me, good for everybody. Uh, in the meantime, you know, we grew up together and then my family moved to Miami in 1984. And after 10 years of living there, um, you know, a few of our friends came down to visit and they're like, you should come back. We have this mortgage thing. And I knew nothing about mortgages. I was not about to leave Miami. So my mom's like, you go, Danny knows. And um, <laughs> here I am now, over 25 years later. But um, it really started in the mortgage side of things when I became a mortgage banker, which uh, took a while to figure out. But you know, my whole thing was first one in, last to leave, be around all the best people that our team had to offer and learn from them. And as I continued to grow, I, you know, got better at my craft. I practiced all the time. And then I, you know, just continued to try to find better ways to do things. Um, and that really took me on a journey to uh, the point where I became the CEO of a company which was called In-House Realty, um, now called Rocket Homes. Okay. And I did that for about seven or eight years. And at, at the time, that was kind of when we moved down to Detroit. And we were down here for one or two years, just kind of telling people, like, you should move here. And then after meeting with Jay Farner on our monthly meetings about uh, in-house realty, he brought this idea to life where like, hey, we need someone who can sort of rep what's going on and showcase our city. And I left that meeting thinking like that job is for me. And how, how did you know that? You know, I, I just could feel because really what he needed was someone who knew the city, who knew the people, who knew the culture. And when I left there, I told my partner, I'm like, you remember what Jay said? And he said, what? I'm like, you know about that, that role that they're looking for? That's me. So Jay's now the CEO, but what was his role Back then. Yeah, Jay um, Jay was leading the Quicken Loans pack and uh, the sales side of it. He's continued to grow as well. And, you know, then it was just sort of on the table, but not on the table because nothing happened. And then about two or three weeks later, I got a voicemail. And Jay said, remember that role I told you about in our meeting? You're the guy for that. So uh, it really was something that was you know, not figured out. We didn't really have a plan in place. It was just kind of go out there and try to get people to really embrace our city and uh, bring people down. So what were the first couple months, you know, in that role like? Yeah, the first couple months we had about two or three buildings. 
And really what I was doing is trying to get people to lease space. Okay. So two buildings versus now yeah, 100 plus, right? Yeah, 100 plus. And, and really the, the mission was not own 100 plus buildings. The mission was just continue to grow the team. And as we continued to grow, we continued to purchase real estate. And now we have a pretty wide footprint. Fortunately, many others are coming, and that has spawned a lot of attention, um, not only throughout you know Southeast Michigan and and Metro Detroit, but from all over the country and all over the world. People are coming to visit. It's awesome. So let's just talk about this persona, Detroit Bruce. Like, how did it come to be? Like, you know, did it start that way? Did it morph into this kind of different role? Um, well, you know what? It, it's funny because Detroit Bruce came when I went on social media for the first time. And I wasn't really sure, like, what do I call myself? Because I didn't want to just use my regular name because that wasn't the way to do social media. So I was repping Detroit. My name was Bruce, and it just made perfect sense. So I Did someone come it up in. with that? Or no, I just you? I'm Detroit Bruce, right? That's what I do. That's what you do. And um, I never expected it to to be a recognized name where people are actually shouting it out of their cars. But, hey. If it helps the city, I'm all down with it. And let's talk about the hat. So, like, the everybody hat. knows you. The hat has become, like, an iconic symbol unto itself. So tell me how that came to be. Well, the hat, um, I wore a hat pretty much my whole life. In fact, when I was younger in grade school and junior high and high school, my mom would always say, you wear that ball cap, you're going to go bald. Um, so that's why I um, – part it in the middle, or I guess you could say I have a reverse fade. Uh, but then I, you know, began to work at Quicken Loans with my hat, and it was completely different. In fact, I used to wear a leather ball cap. And no one really said anything, though it was kind of weird for people. Sure. And then it got to the point because, you know, coming from Florida, where you don't wear a suit, where you wear shorts and a t-shirt every day, I had to actually get a little bit of a wardrobe, but I still wanted my hat. So I was wearing a suit every day, uh, though they wanted a tie, but I was kind of refusing that. So I put a sweater over a collared shirt with a tie and my ball cap. And then it actually got to the point where people were like trying to wear hats to work. So HR actually put in uh, the the rules, you can wear a hat as long as it's a dress hat, whatever so that means. So that was like means. the Detroit hat rule that got implemented. That was the Detroit Quicken Rock hat rule. I love it. Uh, and then, you know, it's funny because it's evolved because I wear all different types of hats. I was, you know, wearing ball caps. Then I would go with sort of the, um, what do they call that, like the newspaper boy so looking where, hat. Where do you get your hats? Because you're, you're, let's be honest, your yeah. hats are serious. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Bottom line, Henry the Hatter. Okay. Henry the Hatter is my spot. And they have swagged me up for, I'm going to say about seven or eight years now. And they have you know so many options, so many selections. Their new store in Eastern Market is gorgeous. And I'm pretty much exclusive to Henry the Hatter. So maybe you and I should go there. Like, I need some help. Let's go. Like, this thing, fitting in a hat, is hard. No, nah, so you I got need, it. I need some help. You totally All got right, it. You're, you're my hat guru. You totally got I it. I love it. So let's talk about, you know, the amazing people I'm sure you've toured through this great city. I'd love to hear some of the war stories. Like, what are the incredible people you've toured through this town? Yeah, you know, it started with, you know, just touring locals and just being inspired by the city and seeing their feel and their look on their face, um, that was great. And then as we continued to grow and our city got more recognized, 
there were a lot of people coming here with big influence and Dan has a very wide network and he would be bringing a lot of his friends in. So, you know, I had the pleasure of, uh, touring Warren Buffett. I've had uh, Steve Ballmer, uh, a lot of big business from Silicon Valley, and then you know, a lot of entertainment. Uh, a lot of entertainers are now coming to Detroit and hearing there's something special. And I've made a few connections where now they say, can you tour people like Ice Cube or Snoop or Kanye? Uh, and, you know, did you ever think in a million years you'd be touring those type of people around the city? Well, actually, I never even believed I'd be touring, but not definitely not them. And it becomes an experience for them. It's something that is not just a tour, but it's something that really um, gets them fired up. And, you know, it goes back to now building relationships with them and doing business with these kind of people, um, not only the celebrity people, but the big business people. And, you know, tying threads and seeing how their businesses work with ours. So, you know, there's been so many amazing people. I mean, having Madonna here was an amazing day, and that was for a philanthropic reason. And she was all business, and, and we became friends. And I would say, you know, one of the, you know, really one of the most uh, inspiring per- people I ever met was uh, Aretha Franklin. Oh, wow. Yeah, because Aretha came here and... Um, I mean, she's, you know, queen diva and, you know, she had so much style and grace and she pulled up in her car and her window came down and there she was. And I actually hopped in the car with her and we did a little spin around the city. It wasn't a normal tour, uh, but we became very close friends and I'm friends with her family. So there's just so many great people, uh, and and it's not only from out of town, but even local, like so did you, you. Did you get any like starstruck? Where was anyone you were like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm I'm touring this? You person? know, actually, um, I would say last week I was starstruck because I had this um, woman come in who is from Detroit. Her name is Jude DeMorest, and Jude is on a show called Star. And my wife grew up with her. So I loved the show. And, uh, you know, I'll just say she was semi like my celebrity crush, right? So my, for three years, I was trying to, you know, tell Jude, come on a tour. And I was, she never responded. And then I was supposed to do a tour last week. And my team's like, all right, we're picking the people up at Shinola Hotel. So I come into the hotel and I look and there's Jude with my wife and my baby and her family, and that was a complete surprise and shock. So I got to meet her, and then my wife's like, all right, now that you met her, you need to go take her for a tour. So we did, and we took her all over. It wasn't just what we're doing, but what's happening with many others in the city, and it was was great to meet her, and it was just, you know, it was one of those butterfly moments, you know? I had to tell the audience, because this was such a chuckle for me. So when when my team was setting this up for you and I to talk, I think they were in your office and like Ice Cube was on the phone. And they were like, hey, we got to stop this because Cube's on the phone. And I was like, only in Bruce's office will we be interrupted by Ice Cube. That so, does happen. It happens. Um, and, you know, I, actually there's a, there's a local guy named Tony Harrison. And he actually won the super middleweight championship boxing in December. So he's the world champ. And he came on tour and just, you know, we vibe so good together. And then it was all about, like, all right, let's get to know each other. So we've hung out. We've gone to some games. 
we've had dinner and um yesterday i saw him i said i just want to hold your belt so he had the belt and he's like here just take it and um actually I've been walking around with the belt for the last two days so i'm somewhat starstruck because i'm for those of you listening out there i'm literally sitting next to the belt the yeah. belt is actually sitting between bruce and i and it's pretty impressive the belt is right here it's and pretty cool muhammad ali is on it uh we we have Tommy Hearns on it and and many Oscar others. Oscar De La Hoya is on it. Oscar this is De pretty La impressive. Hoya. Yeah, it's the real deal. So all these people that you've toured through, like, what are they so surprised about Detroit when they come through? Well, you know the bar is so low here. No one's expecting to see uh, that there's so much activity, that there's so much entrepreneurship, that there's so much diversity, and that everybody's in it together. But I think that one of the most beautiful things is. Because in my life, uh, and I'm old, in my life, the city's been relatively disconnected. But, you know, now that things are happening, everybody's coming together. And I mean, the political scene, the community leaders, the residents of the city and the business leaders have all uh, really hopped on the same you know, train and push this agenda along. And that's something this city needed. So I'm really proud to be part of it. I tell my kids, my older kids, because I also have an 18-month-old baby and my wife is um, due in 14 weeks. But Amazing. My, my teenagers, I tell them, you will re your kids will read about this in social studies because this is history in the making. Nothing like this at this level, at this speed is happening anywhere in the world. So I'm just proud to be part of it. So do you think all those celebrities are out there like almost as Detroit ambassadors themselves? Do you think they're talking us up? They actually are. In fact, you know, I got pretty close with Ice Cube and he owns a basketball league called the Big Three. Sure. And Big Three season is getting ready to start. And after coming here once, um, we really didn't do the tour. It was more just get to know each other. But then there were so many parallels that we could do things together that he brought his entire team. Hmm. And then he decided Detroit is opening night. So wow. um, for those of you listening, Saturday, June 22nd, go to Little Caesars Arena and support Big Three. You're going to have a lot of fun. There's there's so much action. The players are great. Cube will be there. I'm and sure look for the, the hat court side. Uh, I hope to be on the court side with Cube, and um, maybe I'll even get in the game. Oh, I like it. All right, so this is the part that I'm most excited about, Bruce's picks, right? So you've been to every place in this town. So where are we supposed to go? Tell us. Best drinks, best food. Yeah. What are the spots? Well, um, there's so many, and every day more and more places keep popping up. In fact, as you came in here, I was eating uh, chicken from Penny Red's, uh, and that's in Parker's Alley right behind Shinola, which, by the way, any uh, food and beverage at Shinola is fire. You got San Morello, you got Penny Red's, you got Brakeman, you got Evening Bar, so, like, I'll take any of those. At the same time, Moot's Pizza, which is right over in the Z-Lot, uh, Moot's Pizza, I don't know if people know this, and I say literally, it is the best pizza I've ever eaten. But the recipe came from this guy who's the six-time world champion pizza maker. I didn't even know that was yeah, a thing. Either did I. And then he actually won it in Italy. So he's legit. He's you know? legit. He's, he's from the legit. motherland. So, um, you know, and, you know, speaking of the Z-Lot, the belt itself has three great places. And Standby has a soft spot for me because uh, I met my wife right in the alley outside of Standby. Wow. Then we got married in the alley. Dan officiated the wedding, and then we had the party at Standby. So I'll always love Standby. They got the best drinks. So what's your go-to? I heard you have like a secret drink maybe at Central Kitchen that's like your thing, like a go-to. Yeah, actually it's funny because I love Central. 
Uh, I would say that's my go-to spot, you know, when it comes to lunch or dinner. And one day I went over there and they're like, here, we got something for you. And they have these um, wine boxes. And they sort of unveiled it, and it had my little logo with the hat and glasses on it. It had Detroit Bruce on it. And I'm like, what? And then they opened it up, and it was filled with 1942 tequila because that's my drink of choice. My man. Yeah. So when I walk in there, it's like literally I don't even have to do anything. It's just like appears at the bar, and there it is, you know? Is there like a name for it? It's, like- it's just um, Don Julio 1942. But that, you just drink it straight? I like it neat, yeah. Okay, me too. So I drink it with a little lime and a little uh, orange peel. So I'm curious, though, you've done all these amazing things, and you're, just as the name said, an ambassador for the city, which is, you know, for all of us who are living here, doing so much for our community. But what are you most proud of? I mean, from us, from a bystander perspective, we get to see it every day. But internally, what are you most proud of? You know, I'm proud of the growth that we've had in our family of companies, because when I started, we had 200 people, and I was like, this is way too big for me. Um, I'm proud of the way that I've adapted to that growth. And then, you know, of course, I've made all these amazing relationships with people. And then, you know, what I'm most proud of is, you know, being able to have uh, my family be able to enjoy this. And, you know, again, this is something that I never got to experience as growing up. And now my wife and my kids and their kids and their kids are going to all have something to you know, look forward to. And, and they can say, hey, I was there, you know, so I'm really proud of that. I mean, we are truly witnessing history in the making. Totally. Which is super cool. Totally. So one last question. Um, when you're by yourself and you kind of aren't touring or you're just doing your thing, like what's the thing you love to do most when you're just by yourself? Um, well, you know, I, I love being downtown And when I'm downtown, if I just have a moment, then literally I'll just go walk the streets. I'll just walk up and down uh, Woodward or go into the park, go over to the little basketball court, see what's up, talk to people. Uh, Sometimes just sit in campus marshes and chill. So I just like being, you know, here in the city. It's a good vibe. It's great people. And, you know, I got to say that one of the best things about this town is the people. So um, without the people, our city wouldn't be what it is. Totally agree. And I just want to thank you for for doing this with us. It's such a privilege for us. And um, thank you for doing what you're doing for the city of Detroit. And is there anything, last words you want to share with our audience that, you know, some inspiring words of wisdom? You know what? First of all, I just want to say, you know, I appreciate you having me on this podcast because our mission is to spread the message, to get the word out, to get more awareness around it, because people don't know. And, you know, the more people we can tell and the more people that can come see it, the more opportunity continues to grow in, in our city. So for those of you listening, um, A, either hit me up at Detroit Bruce uh, or email me at DetroitBruce at RockVentures.com. And come hit the streets with me. Take a tour so we can show you behind the scenes, sort of like um, the red carpet, the backstage pass. And I've done that tour. And for those of you listening, it's fantastic. So I highly recommend hit them up and do that tour. Definitely. Thank you so much, Bruce, for your time, my friend. Thank you too, Lou. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the EXP DET podcast. Please check out other exciting content about the D at expdet.com, or you can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm.